Now, I started Harford County living six years ago, mainly to promote local businesses and to spread good news, good positive news, and of course, help with events and organizations. And since that time, I can't tell you how many businesses I've seen shut down um, due to numerous reasons. But um, And that's one thing I hate to see is a business shut down. And it happens. I understand that. Um, we had a business that closed down a little over a year ago. And I guess you could say it was a landmark here in Hartford County. Actually, I'd probably say Maryland. Um, fortunately, a niece of the owner decided to open it back up. And we have her on the podcast on this episode of Hartford County Living. Now, she provides something that I would say everybody in the world loves, especially, you know, come the holidays, come Christmas, Valentine's Day, uh, Easter. You know, she makes chocolates. And there's nothing better than homemade chocolate. Some people argue that. Some people say, you know, there's, but it's all right. It's okay. I love homemade chocolate. And we had the opportunity to sit down with Allison, who now owns and runs Law Cabin Chocolates, or some of you may know as Law Cabin Candies. And she is back in full force running everything and doing some other things. Uh, but she's also doing something interesting, something different. Uh, she's partaking in some vendor events, so it'll be set up at events selling the chocolates. And she's looking to start a nonprofit. Um, you know, and she'll explain it to you why, but it's basically providing chocolates to a lot of the homeless people. Um, it's like she said, you you know, you bite into a piece of chocolate and it just it puts a smile on your face. Uh, so sit back and listen. Uh, listen to Allison will uh, enlighten you about Law Cabin Chocolates and Law Cabin Candies and how you can help out for her nonprofit that she wants to get up and running and actually how you can help out your own business as well through some of their fundraising. The Joppa Town Lions Club will be holding their annual Breakfast with Santa and Holiday Bazaar Sunday, December 9th from 9 to 1 at Joppa Town High School. Joppa Town High School is located at 555 Joppa Farm Road and tickets are only $10 a person and that's for all you can eat and children 5 and under are free. You can get your tickets online at Joppa Town, that's J-O-P-P-A-T-O-W-N-E, lionsclub.org. Again, that's joppatownlionsclub.org. Get your tickets online. Vendors will be on hand, such as Log Cabin Chocolates, Miss Trisha's Homemade Natural Soaps, uh, which I use for uh, my beer, and I understand Santa Claus does as well. Uh, and, of course, Perfectly Potch and some other vendors. So make sure you make it down there. I also understand that Santa is going to be sitting down with the kids, something different this year. Uh, Santa will be sitting down with the kids and eating breakfast with them at times, too. Uh, so make sure you get your kids there. I think they're at 9 o'clock, 10. Every hour he's going to be sitting down for about 10 or 15 minutes. You know, he's got to fatten up for Christmas after all. So, uh, again, that's the Joppa Town Lions Club Annual Breakfast with Santa and Holiday Bazaar, Sunday, December 9th from 9 to 1 at the Joppa Town High School. Again, tickets can be purchased online at joppatownlionsclub.org. Thank you for coming, and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. 
The Harford County Living Podcast is produced for your enjoyment, and show notes can be found at hartfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorites, RRS feed, or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's join Rich Bennett and his special guest. like to welcome everybody to the Harford County Living Podcast. We have a young lady here with us today who uh, I know a lot of people in Harford County are excited about um, because there was, I guess you could say a landmark. Well, yeah, I would say a landmark. Landmark. A landmark that uh, closed down last year, if I'm not mistaken. And she has purchased it and has opened it back up. So we have Allison of Log Cabin Candies and Log Cabin Chocolates on. Correct. Did I get it right that you time? Did. All right. So from what, 1920, she's not, don't worry, she's not that old. Uh, so from 1920s when it started, right? So yes, my grandparents bought the Log Cabin Candies name in the 30s. I'd have to dig it up, but Log Cabin Candies itself has been a company since 1919. Oh, so they purchased it. Correct. Oh, I thought they had started originally. Well, they started by making homemade chocolates, um, literally in a bathtub in the real home of Northeast Baltimore. Get out. Not even kidding. Wow. And then they (laughs) bought the name Log Cabin Candies for the pecan roll recipe. In so, a bathtub? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it works. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of early businesses started that way. Started right Candies, in their bathroom. And in jellies, their kitchen, jams. they made the, uh, the it was called Ed made, Edna's Homemade <laughs> Chocolates. And she made um, the Hollow Rabbits um, to sell on street corners. And it picked up and it picked up. So they thought, well, we can grow from here. Um, and then they bought the name and the recipes from Lock Having Candies, which was an existing company at that time. My grandfather was a watchmaker, and his biggest recipe at that time was concentrated snowball flavoring. So he would go to the snowball stands in the city and say, hey, I've got this great flavor I made. Do you want to try it? You know, and they would buy that concentrated syrup from him. He was kind of an entrepreneur from the go. Wow. All right, so it was your grandparents that started it. Correct. And then what? who took it over from your grandparents? Um well, there's there's four siblings, um, and my uncle Richard, who is the youngest of the four, was the one who took interest in the business. Um, shortly after he he went to high high school, Delaney graduated, did a few odd jobs, um, worked for a boxing company, and a, a few other things uh, in the city, both all factory and manufacturing related. And then he decided that he would take an interest in the candy business, and he embraced it as his own. Hmm. By the 80s, he was rolling with it. He was he really embraced it and took it to the next level. Um, and then as my grandparents deceased individually, mm-hmm. he gained um, different proprietorship after that point uh, with it. And then you took it over... October or September, He closed right? after the Easter season in 2017, and I okay. had a feeling that was coming. We kind of joked around one day. I used to run fundraisers right. um, for my kids' activities and whatever else, and, of course, I picked log cabins, like, brainless. Makes sense. Brainless, you know, yeah, like, I, mean, I know how to do it. I know this stuff is easy. And I t- was talking to him, and he said, I'm just so done. You know, I'm, I'm really done. I want to be retired. And I said, well, 
me too and how do we work this out and I was talking to him kind of in the back warehouse and I could look around and see the differences and the way he was kind of closing his season and knowing that he was serious about that um and we started those conversations more seriously over that summer after I knew his doors were closed and he announced to the public that he was closing uh, I guess in October of 2017. Mm. Now, did you work there when you were younger? I mean just in the back in the store with my grandmother really like here wrap this or put a ribbon on that or can you help this customer but no I didn't work in in any of the spine of the business never in the kitchen women were not in the kitchen there so the packaging and the store were always run by women, but never in the kitchen. Really? Uh, correct. So, all right, so move a year ahead. Now you have it. Correct. Are you in the kitchen now? <laughs> Tuesday through Thursday all day. <laughs> now, I take it the old recipes were still there. Yes. But who taught you? He, My uncle is there teaching me every day. Every really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is awesome. It is. It's not being made in a bathtub still, is it? Mm, kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> Not far from it. <laughs> okay. And you're still right there on Bel Air Road? Yeah. All the manufacturing takes place on site. Um, we have the store, which is such a small piece of what we have going on. And anytime I've opened the door to the back, people are just floored at the operation that happens behind the scenes there. I was good. I never even, I mean, I've been inside for the store, but yeah. I never realized everything was always made there. Yes, everything is well. made there. It's it's 8,000 square feet, give or take, total, and that store is 900 square feet of it. Easter, because, I mean, that's, I've always associated Log Cabin Candies with Easter. Sure. Of course. Um, and I always thought you guys only opened around then, but you're open year round. We are not open year-round. Oh, you're not? No, we are open. Um, the store opens the first week of October and closes okay. May 31st, the retail store. We will continue to do wholesale, corporate, uh, different manufacturing things, mostly fudge. And okay. Girls, things that I, are easy to control with environmental impact, like meaning the humidity. Uh, well, yeah. uh, okay. We can do that in the summer, but um, this, the retail store itself closes. I don't know very many people who want to come buy a pound of chocolate in the summer in Baltimore, but, you know, they could be out there. I don't even let my kids get a Kit Kat bar in July, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you say I'd probably be the one that's still beating the chocolate right. in the summer and everything, <laughs> you know. So, uh, and Easter, of course, is your biggest time, I would think, still. Yes, and absolutely. Christmas? Christmas so far, I mean, it's, it's to, be, to be told, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm really hoping so because of our startup nature. I'm hoping that Christmas gives us the boost to produce what we need to produce to do Easter. Now, are you guys only in your store or? or Just are, in our store. Okay, so if, you're, you um, can't find your candies elsewhere. Well, Red's or Market, yet. Red's Market oh, in Kingsville has um, started serving our candies. Okay. Um, and we, we're looking at a few other smaller cafes in the Hunt Valley area that are considering doing grab-and-go. Waverly Brewing has our chocolate-covered pretzels. Um, and we're starting to reach out to local businesses and see if they'd like to carry different items. Um, in terms of a second retail space, the only thing that's on the lookout is possibly something in eastern Baltimore County, I'm hoping, right. in the Dundalk area. Makes sense. Yeah. Now the um, uh, you talking to you before you're you're doing something, or you want to start doing something different that was never done 
in log cabin candies, right? During the vendor th things. Oh, the vendor events was totally new. Absolutely. Okay. So they never did that in the nope. past. Nope. Knock on wood, everything will go over great. <laughs> 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 so if you have an event coming up and you need a good vendor, All right. hint, hint, call log cabin candies. <laughs> um. And now I know you're going to be setting up at the uh, Breakfast of Santa for the Lions Club on December 9th, um, which I understand you're right at the front door, too. That sounds that way. Yeah, when you come in. <laughs> so, you know, I understand Santa's going to be there. Are you going to have anything special for him? For Santa? Chocolate-covered pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I'm not on the naughty list. That's all yeah. I know. Santa will probably get stuck in his beard anyway. So. I don't know, that caramel. I don't know. It, oh, uh -huh. Caramel. <laughs> I don't I, don't, I look forward to it. I look forward to the vendor events. Um, mostly because it helped me meet the people of Harvard County right. and these groups and things that I'm learning about um, that, that were always patrons for my grandparents, you know, and, and clearly how much it's meant to so many different groups of people and individuals in this area, so. You're doing some new stuff there too, aren't you? I saw something about like these chocolate dogs. I said it's the same, but different. Um, well, so I the chocolate dogs. I saw that. I was like, this so is Elvis has always been around. He's always been an item on our fundraising, our Christmas fundraiser. Elvis is the crying hound dog, a very sad hound oh, dog. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Elvis Presley for a minute. No, like, hey, we just what? call him Elvis because Elvis is like the, the hound dog. Okay, right, gotcha. Right, 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 right. Um, we've always, he's always been an item for us. Um, I'm really? actually, we do custom molding, but we're not changing any of the molding that we're doing. In fact, I'm trying to mold and piece together the molds that we have that are more vintage and trying to um, really showcase that vintage aspect. So all the candy that I got is nostalgic, the grab-and-go candies right. and the candy cigarettes and the fireballs and the the taffy and things that, that people, you know, when they look at it, they don't necessarily say, oh, that's a great-tasting candy. They say, oh, my God, that reminds me of when I went to the boardwalk with my grandmother or when those kind of things are, are what we would really like to bring back. Candy cigarettes? Store. Yeah, they're there. They're still around. Huh? I got them. But now they're just... <laughs> Shorter candy cigarettes are not candy... I really had to make a drive for them. They're candy vape pens now, right? Right. God help us. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. They don't even what? make a puff, but they and they still taste pretty terrible, but the nostalgic look of them yeah. is, has gotten a lot of people. They what? All sugar or something? They are just... Chalky and yeah, you know, it's, really, kid, it's just it more a, about yeah. the box and seeing them, and, yeah. and that's kind of. I mean, our chocolates that we make there, I certainly want the taste to take people back, but the feel in the store, I just want it to be somewhere of comfort and people to come in and talk about their grandparents or their great aunt and uncle that brought them there. Yeah. You know, I always got this at Christmas, right? You know, that's what we're going for. Which actually brings me to one of the questions I wanted to ask you with, and well, God, 2020 will be 100 years. Yes. Is there like an area in the store, the building where it's, I guess you could set up, that's set up like a, I don't know, like a little museum or whatever? Well, like a time in the past? It's interesting that you say that. Um, so right now I'm in a five-year lease with my uncle. My uncle still owns the property. Okay. Um, and eventually I'd like to turn that entire building into more of a museum of really? confectionery and, and log cabin and, that would be awesome. and move our manufacturing to an area that would create jobs. Right. Um, 
we, we're looking at um, Edgewood. We're also looking at Port Covington and different um, areas that would take that manufacturing and help us in, in the way of grants to take that manufacturing to a place where we, we could create jobs and be a little bit more efficient. We're working with very old equipment. So a bigger warehouse and everything. I mean, well, you know, not even necessarily. It's it's the equipment that I'm using is the equipment that my grandfather bought and used forever and ever and ever. And Still I've have had that to be from Baltimore. I've had to become <laughs> very familiar with the toolbox. Um, and you know, it would it would be incredible to say this is this is what it always was and and to be able to show that to people. And that's part of the open house is we we're able to open that area. For people to see that circa 1947 yeah. in Rober, which is basically the 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 assembly line where you'd see Lucy and Ethel at the end, we have that almost exact machine, and we're using wow. it every day. <laughs> and yeah. I want to shake it sometimes, but um, it works, and it's what we bought, and that's what we're using. But we love to turn that into more of um, a novelty. Right. Uh, lack of better words, and move our actual manufacturing to a place that could create some jobs. If you did that, and because I know some, give me an example. I know there was a place that made the best cheesesteaks in the world, I thought. Always used the same griddle. Yeah. They opened up another restaurant, but the cheesesteaks didn't taste the same. Right. Different griddle. Yeah. Are you afraid that could happen with the chocolates? Sure. Okay. Something about that water there. I don't know. It works. I don't want to drink it, but it works for the chocolate. I don't know. It's it's, it's just different things that you you definitely think about. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I that that would to me that would scare me. Yeah. It's like okay. Is it's it, more but of then a again, method. Make it better. You never know. It's a method. It's not the equipment. It's um, the specifics of timing. It's the fact that we don't blend our chocolates. We use. The best brand of chocolate. Right. And we, we go from there. You get your chocolate from England? No. <laughs> oh, no. I was We're always told the best brands from there. Of course, that's my, no. Maybe because my cousin lives there. Maybe that's why. So. Yeah, I don't know a lot of chocolate <laughs> from England. But yeah. I forget now. the name of it. I don't know. But they come here. They, they love uh, Hershey's or whatever. It's like, <laughs> Hershey's okay. is pretty good. I don't know. I know this. I know this <laughs> other place that's even better. It's called Log Cabin. Have I've you heard, heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> now, are you, are you? Would you? Maybe not now, but in the future, be doing any? Um, like, if someone wants to do a field trip there or something? Probably not. Okay. You know, I guess not liability we were, issues too, right? If we were truly doing anywhere that, so if you go to, we went to Ben and Jerry's um, factory, their ice cream factory this summer with my children, and. That is a true warehouse and production facility for them, but it's not really the real deal. Right. Okay. So you go in and you see them making some chocolate chip cookie dough or whatever else, and you see the short version of it, which is they are pinting up ice cream and they are showing you how they do it, but it's you don't ever enter the true production area. Okay. You're in a glass viewing area to look down at that. Um because it is. It's a liability, like a little flakes of skin or little flakes of hair or little fingers touching things um, and little children losing their fingers. Like, so when I say we're dealing with old equipment, I mean, I'm really dealing with old equipment. There is no safety stops on it. There is wow. There's nothing. It is just cast iron bolted into the floor, heavy-duty stuff that I could never in a million years have children around. Um 
Cast iron? I was going to say, yes. even the new stuff, is that even cast iron? No. Stainless steel, isn't it? No. no. A lot of the equipment I use, I can't even buy parts for and haven't been able to greater than 20 years um, because they're not made anymore and those companies are long gone that produced what I use. Wow. Um, so, thank God for a good machinist out there somewhere. Yeah, when you say cast um, iron, we, you got to be we sold. We really are... We are using very old equipment and making it work. Interesting. God. So, all right, so now you're closing May 31st, so yes. you've got plenty of time from when this goes up to then. Christmas coming up, Easter. What other big holidays would there Valentine's. be Valentine's. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on, gentlemen. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's all Sorry, the guys. Valentine's Day. <laughs> all the guys trickle in the three days before Valentine's Day, and, and we will have all the heart boxes and all the things. But it's really, yeah. you know, the, the, the survival of this business rests upon five weeks out of the year, and that is the two weeks before Christmas, the week before Valentine's, and the two weeks before Easter. Really? Correct. And the rest of the year is going out into production to prepare for those couple of weeks to make that those weeks worth it for the year. So, all right, when you do one of your molds, whether it be the rabbits and all that, how long does something like that actually take to make? Well, the, the setup itself is at least an hour to get your chocolate in temper okay. and your machines warmed up and you know, are my light bulbs on right, literally. Like, are they screwed in the right way and going to heat up the chocolate the right way? It's very So it takes no school. time. Well, to make one mold an hour that I'm going to sell for, what, nine ninety five. Oh, just for one? Just start the one. Oh! Right. Now, once that one <laughs> is started, it all depends on how fast I can go or my staff can go to make it profitable. So it's, it's very, very production-based. How fast but can you go? But hands-on. And you have to be hands-on, make it look pretty at the same time. Otherwise, so you're, instead of a win-win, it's a, it's a, it's a true craft. It is, yeah. Wow. Man. See, more, that's why more people got to buy local. Right. It's a true craft what you're doing it there. Hands-on. So, $9.95 for a rabbit, that's it? Well, it depends on what size. No, I think, <laughs> I think the smallest one, jump it up. Call me on that, right? Jump it up another 10 bucks at least. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so you got the uh, Easter. I'm, well, I'm thinking I can't stop. I can't get Easter out of my head because of the That's rabbits. That's all right. I just remember we'd always me and my brothers would fight to steal my sister's rabbit, and we'd always bite the ears off and then put it back. Uh, uh, it's best to dip the ears in peanut butter. It, huh? Mm -hmm. Peanut Ooh. butter filled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never tried that. I don't think you Make lots of milk. Dip those ears in the peanut butter jar. And, ooh. <laughs> The, that takes me back. And the eggs were another big thing you guys did too, right? Yeah, we'll start making our eggs soon. Actually, probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Easter production, I am behind already. Really? Mm-hmm. So I tell you, once that stuff's made, you got to freeze it and all. Chocolate has a six to nine month shelf life. It does? And it's freezing in that building as it is, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. So it's always good, like, if you buy a chocolate, put it in the freezer? The best thing is to buy a chocolate that's like four months old. That's like perfect, perfect chocolate. So the chocolates that I made first, I have my girls grabbing, you know, from where I made them right. to put in the store because at that three to four month time frame is when it's just perfect. Real? I never mm -hmm. knew that. 
Sandler or something. See? Hey, I'm I gonna go home. And, and everybody wants to come in the first the week, like the two weeks before Christmas, because they want it fresh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's you know you just gotta say okay. You know, it's just it's a food, and people want food fresh, but chocolate has a has a six to nine. Well, now chocolate. I know. So when I need chocolate, I'm gonna call you a few good. weeks ahead of time. If your chocolate's not good, it gets like a grayish white kind of look oh. on the top. You know, like kind of a yeah. yeah. And it's turns, still turns fine. Yeah. It really is fine. It's there's nothing in it that's rotten or bad. It's just not going to have that punch that you want it to have. That taste, but it is still good. Huh? So dark, you do dark chocolate, all types of different chocolates, right? Yes. God, I'm getting hungry just sitting here talking. I should about have brought it. some, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because then we wouldn't have been getting out of here at all. <laughs> People would be knocking down the door. Um, any other big? Do you have any other big events coming up besides other than event? Christmas? Other than and uh, Christmas we have our open house on Thanksgiving Eve, which is our grand opening. We've been open since October fifteenth, but I think I was really anxious about um, announcing to the public that we were open until I knew that we could pull it off. Well, I know. <laughs> now, I know. You I've gotten some good excited feedback. That you're so. open. I've gotten some really positive feedback that it's the taste they wanted and the smell and the look. And so now I'm comfortable enough to say, okay, then come on in. Yeah. I know a lot of people were excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, to bring something back. And there's, I mean, there are some other ones around, but it's just log cabin. It's just that, I guess, the nostalgia or whatever. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it it's, is. it's been a fixture. It's, you know, it's great to see it come back. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I feel different. like um, I couldn't see, you know, this might sound a little deep, but I couldn't see a, another piece of my past be liquidated or mm -hmm. go away. And I think you all, everybody gets to that point in their life where they're like, I've, I, I buried a mother, I buried my grandparents, I've buried this, I buried this, that, and the other thing, whatever. And then that, that one thing grabs you and you're like, nope, you not that. <laughs> So I, yeah, that I was part of that, and it was the uh, the other part was I was ready in my life at that point in time for a significant career change. Um, so it was kind of like the stars aligned and tell everybody what you did it. before. I was a trauma nurse, an ER mostly an ER nurse. Yeah. So from doing that to making chocolate now. Yeah, I was Man, all Baltimore change. City. <laughs> Baltimore City were my people. I'm um, I took care of Baltimore City for. 17 years of my life and um that certainly Came filled my to heart for candy you were like where am i where am i exactly <laughs> i can shift gears pretty easy but you know i um i want to get back into the city some kind of way and the way that we're doing that is i'm sure that just from looking at the stuff you've seen this peace love and chocolate like what is that about what do you what is that and that's our going to be our nonprofit. um we're basically Things that are not pretty enough to put in a box or pretty enough to put in a shelf have always been utilized as a marketing tool for Log Cabin, but we are trying to figure out the best way to get the that chocolate and that fudge and that whatever it is to the people of Baltimore City that can't buy their own chocolate. I mean, chocolate is a luxury, let's face it. Yeah. It's yeah. not cheap. It's laborious to make. It's expensive to buy. Um, and it is a luxury, and um, I think a lot of those people get necessities a lot from people, which is always appreciated. You know, that's been what I've been able to give them my whole life. Right. It's carrying granola bars in my car or holding a hand for a patient in the ER that has no other family, has never felt a warm blanket, and very grateful to get one. Right. Um, 
That's awesome. And so we're just going to give free chocolate away for just the hope that they pass, like, just one act of kindness forward, either a smile or a gesture and holding a door or something that makes that person's day a little bit better down there because it is, it is a really harsh environment in Baltimore City right now. And I think that um, out here there's this, this invisible wall called the Beltway, and we forget what's going on down there. And when it crosses, it's a it's a shock to both cultures. Yeah. And I feel like if we could shock each other more, whether it's in unfortunate events or kindness or whatever it is, it'll it'll help that. And that that was one way that I could continue what I did in the city and in the ERs as a nurse for so long into what I'm doing now. I I was stretched to find something that would make that connection um and so that's pretty neat we've got about 200 pounds of fudge that we want to head downtown with sometime this week i just don't know where you have places targeted where you're going to give it out you know i know a lot of different Mm -hmm. homeless camps really and i probably pull right in down at the bottom of president street there's the Mm -hmm. church of st francis right there and that's probably where i'll start um just because it's easy um, but I don't have any, me personally, I don't have any problem down there. I'm not scared, and I can talk to the people down there. And some people have reservations with that, and so I'll probably just go there. <laughs> so you already started the nonprofit? No. Or, or you're, okay, no, you're it's wishful to... thinking, and um, it's a whole second adventure. Um, but we're starting to stock up what we need, stock up-wise, on product for that, things that I can't sell for whatever reason right. i have wonderful employees that are like i put this box in your drawer and this box in your drawer and these didn't look just right so make sure you make good use of them peace um, love and chocolate peace love and chocolate i like that thanks yeah that's a great idea actually yeah well whatever however we can help with that let us know too i will i, I mean, will that's uh um that, as lines that's one of the things yes. yeah, we talked about before is hunger matter of fact they um up here they have a rotating homeless shelter okay that they do with the churches Oh, maybe um, guys would like some fudge. Oh, us or for the, yes for, for them yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can start it now. We did. Uh, That's how it starts, right? You just yeah. do it. You just yeah. do it, and it goes. Um, and this is something that I hope that will catch on even more than than yeah. the nostalgia of Walk It's just when you do something like that to to me, just that feeling of you help somebody else, mm-hmm. else out. To me, a lot of times that's that's greater than any amount of money somebody can give you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it makes you feel good inside. Well, it's what we do as humans, right? We have to give. Yeah. You have to, you have to give of yourself to feel yourself, right? Yep. So the more we give, the more we feel ourselves and, and round and round and round oh, we yeah. go. We did, when we did the rotating shelter last year, because we, as lions, we grilled food for at the church. So we okay. said, well, we want to grill hot dogs, hamburgers and all. And we had the Leos, which I told you for the younger ones until the 18. We had, what, four or five of them helping out? Mm-hmm. But they never experienced anything like this. And they were touched. Yeah. They loved it. And, and they, yeah. matter of fact, because they've been asking, are we going to be doing that again? Can we do it again? So, I, you oh, know, yeah. I really think that as a nurse, I learned that when you make yourself completely vulnerable to another person, um, you learn who you are, yeah. you know, and, and that's a gift in both ways. You know, it's, you can give a little bit of yourself and learn about yourself at the same time. Yep. And it's, I really believe that it's through giving that we're able to, to keep everything together, yeah. you know, as people, as humans, 
um, and, and see past those barriers of color, gender, blah, blah, blah. All this political nonsense that's happening in the world today is that you, we're all humans. And when we treat each other as humans <laughs> and give each other what we need, even if chocolate is not what you need that day, maybe a gift was, you know, it's just, yeah. or a smile or this or that, and that's what you need to get through that day. And then life changes on a dime, and that next day could be incredible for you. You never know you get over that hump. So that's that's what I hope will happen Dang. through chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate's yeah. a good way to start. Chocolate. Yeah. You can't eat chocolate without giggling a little bit. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, it's perfect it. for it. <laughs> I had to laugh because every time I go to the store, I'm always <clears throat> grabbing a chocolate bar or whatever. Right. But I had the cashiers convinced that it's for the birds. Sure. Sure. Are you getting your bird food again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ain't for me. Look. Uh, uh. No, not at all. <laughs> So, right, as for now, the nonprofit's an it's idea. It's a dream. It's a dream. And we do, we we messed up some fudge. So, it's not perfect. And anything that I put in the shelves and put in people's boxes to go out has got to be perfect. Right. We eat with our eyes, you know. So, I, I want, especially a delicacy like chocolate, to, to be beautiful. And my machines are not perfect. So, sometimes the chocolate may not always cover, and it's like a half-covered buttercream. Right. Those are the kind of things that we are setting aside and trying to build up that inventory to to give out for free we have to start doing it soon yeah. so i was going to say what's your goal to have the nonprofit stop up and i mean running? if i had my choice i would leave <laughs> um probably thanksgiving morning and go downtown and do something my kids maybe i don't know usually we go down to turkey bowl the loyola coward hall game but i don't know maybe this year we'll just do something else dons or cardinals i'm kind of torn I'm married to a cardinal, but my family's full of Don. I don't know. It's always been a it's always been a toss up. I'm like, yay, I mean, I didn't mean that. Yeah, oh dude. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my bro my brother my brother and his son are both cardinals, so every time I see him I'm like, Go Don's I know. It's a thing. And then my son goes to St. Paul's school for boys, so now I just, he's totally mixed up that whole dynamic. Uh, but yeah. And both schools are big on that. They play. It's played at Raymond Stadium. Yeah. Still right. Yeah. Yes, Have you ever seen no it? Joke. No. No. Oh, it's on television it's and televised. everything. Oh, they're bi it's big. We don't watch the Macy Day Parade. Hell yeah. In our house. No. No. You, no. You, if you're an alumni of Calvert Hall or Loyola, you're at that game on t on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. What a fun tradition. And yeah. um, then I think it's Polly and um, there's a game that follows it. It's terrible. I can't come up with that right now. Polly. City? It's a maybe Poly City, and it follows right after it, yeah. and it's a, it's another huge rivalry, um, and it's just a, it's a really cool Baltimore tradition that you know maybe this huh. year we'll maybe we'll get close to there and hand off just go out there. afterwards. Why not? I mean, it doesn't take a long time to find these people yeah. that need something, and certainly from being there for a long time, I know places that are safe to go sit, and it would not take a lot to get their attention. Yeah. And, I think it, and it, unfortunately, you see it everywhere with the homelessness. It truly. And I feel like um, people that are without a home or have these unfortunate experiences in their life no longer feel human because they're not treated human. Yeah. So nobody looks them in the eye. Nobody talks to them directly. Um, and it's a, a very difficult a psychology to it. Too. I don't know why. Well, I think that, I think that panhandling, honestly, has gotten to be quite aggressive in the city. And now they even have, like, you know, PayPal on their phone. Well, you don't have cash. That's no longer an excuse. You can pay me on my phone. And, and it's definitely changed. Well, a lot of, um, yeah, and a lot of them that are doing true, it are 
doing it as True. a job and making so a lot of money. So many people are just truly uh, taking advantage of it. That maybe I, I would say so many homeless people are just truly hurt in one way in life or another, and um, and they they become more and more isolated through that process. Well, and yeah, and when I say taking, I mean you're seeing more people taking advantage of the homeless. Correct, people. but it's both. Ways. You'll see people that aren't homeless standing on the corners. Correct. Panhandling and everything, sure. and then you know, next thing you know, you see them walking a block down, sure. getting into a sixty-seven thousand well, dollar sure. truck. I think that's over. definitely the the minority yeah. of it, yeah. but um, it does you know anything like that they can certainly have a negative up. impact. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous, but oh god. So I don't know, just that connect again. I think yeah. you know, for me personally, it would feel good. It always feels good to give, you know. And then that's awesome. I'd see, and I didn't know about that part. Well, you know, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, well, yeah, I go to your website, which launches well as the recording is thirteen days, I think it was. Yeah, he's he's the, the, the company that that put that up. Um, he's in charge of that time clock. I didn't put that clock on him. <laughs> Local <laughs> company, well, yeah. Patrick, of it's not Patrick, is it? No. Okay. Mm -mm. We'll have him all. We'll we'll post him all over it when he's on there. But he's <laughs> they actually um, Newberry Newberry Bakery. It's the old yeah. Bel Air Bakery. Yes. They represent them as well, okay. um, and they um, are incredibly invested about what is what are we trying to do as a company, where do we want to go, versus just the e-commerce of it, and I think that's so important, yeah. you know, and we have incorporated every local company we can, um, JA Printing right here on Bel Air Road in Faustin, and just trying to stay as close-knit as as we can in, in this process is so important see i knew there was another reason i had you on here you're one of those local companies that support other local companies it's the only way to do it uh, thank you it's the only way to we, do i've it. talked about that before in the past because mm -hmm. i see so many businesses will have the support local shop local thing on their door or on their website correct but they won't turn around and do it no I know because it, it's, it's harder. Sad. It's harder and it's more expensive. Yeah. Um, it takes a little bit more work and it takes a little bit more um, output to get there. But I think just like karma and anything else, you know, you get out what you what you, what, you, what you put out. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm a Gunpowder Lodge in Kingsville has mm -hmm. always been incredible on promoting our events and promoting me and my business and. Um, I do the same for them. I take all my employees there on Fridays or whatever, and That's my family food. there, and they have good food, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. you know, and different places in Falston and Kingsville, it's such a, a huge community, and I, I am a transplant to the area. I mean, I grew up in Cockeysville, right mm -hmm. off Hambrook Road, and went to high school in Towson. My grandparents were Four Corners in Jacksonville, but their business was in Falston. So being familiar with the area is one thing, but being invested in the area is, is a whole nother. We moved, my husband and I left our house in the city in 2010, 2011 in there and, and moved into Baldwin. And when we moved out to Baldwin, it was just like this epiphany of like, oh, this is where we belong. <laughs> These people are awesome. Like everybody like protects each other and watches out for each other. And, um, you know, it's just been an, an incredible yeah. environment. So why not? Go and keep the business going in, in the same in the same neighborhood. Yeah, it makes it sense. Works. Makes sense. <laughs> you, know. you have anything else to add before we wrap it up? I don't or think so. Any more questions? Any questions for? Just come on out and buy some chocolate. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, give the address. We're at two six two five Bel Air Road in Boston, Maryland. Phone number. 
410-879-2525. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't throw Same a trick as question there. Since yeah. I think 1961, they came up with that phone number. And let me tell you what I had to do to get it back. Oh, my God. Oh, I believe it. Ooh. Probably a headache, right? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, though. It'll hey. answer. And the website's actually going to be what? Logcabinchocolates.com, right? www.logcabinchocolates.com. Um, and it should be up soon. You're on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook. Not Instagram yet because my lady in Texas is still on Instagram. Oh, really? We're just waiting for her to not okay. be. Gotcha. So, yeah, not Instagram <laughs> yet. You could go. You could go on Instagram as the real chocolate button. I mean, I'm no, on wait, Instagram. That just doesn't sound right. Never right. Mind. The truth. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, God. no. I mean, I'm personally on Instagram. I think Instagram and social media is an incredible tool if you know how to use it. Yeah. It's oh. also a full time job. Yes. Um, but yeah, not yet. Soon. Well, I <laughs> want to thank you again and thank you Easter. If you, I mean. Easter's if you, huge. If you and got starting, the time to yeah. come back on before Easter. January, we're starting all of our Easter fundraising inquiries. I've gotten a lot of inquiries online and through Facebook about the fundraising for spring. And we're still running our Christmas fundraiser right now. So we can take all the inquiries under the sun starting in January for that. I just can't mentally split my attention that way quite yet. Are you keep saying fundraising? Do you mean like... So fundraising is a huge part of what we do. Um... We do a 40% to the organization off the top. So like Lions Club could come so to you So if Lions Club sell. came and said, we have 15 sellers um, and we want to run a fundraiser, I would give you a catalog for each each seller um, with prices. And mm -hmm. it would also be available digitally by that point in time. So you could email it to friends and family otherwise. And you walk away with a 40% profit. I didn't realize you did that. We do that, and that's been a huge portion. I actually found a letter. It was written to my grandfather from William H. Bain. Do you know who he is? I know. He runs a little company called World's Finest Chocolate, or started a company called World's Finest Chocolate. Hmm. Sell a chocolate bar for a dollar, right? Kids buy a box. Oh, okay. Sell a chocolate bar for a dollar. And I found a letter from him addressed to my grandfather, and it's signed about how to do your fundraising and, and what fundraising can do for your local communities and your local connections. Um, and your business. And your business. Um, and it was really interesting to read that letter and see what revenue has been gained both locally and when I ran the fundraisers for my daughter's Girl Scout troop at St. Stephen's or they were able to take a whole camping trip, like totally paid for. Parents didn't have to put out a dime because the kids sold chocolate. The parents were already going to buy for their kids anyway at Easter. Yeah. So why not take 40% of that and put it into something that they, they can use? Um, so that is a big part of what I we do. was writing those opportunities down for okay. the yeah. <laughs> That is a big, big part of our yeah. business. It's a so. big part of our community connection, and it yeah. is a 40% off the top that we give. But it's local. I mean, that's... Yeah. Well, I, yeah, exactly. And, and, I mean, the opportunities to work with uh, your company, with, with the homeless, the rotating homeless shelter, um, and also, in turn, the Lions and, and, you know, our sister clubs in the city to yeah. help you with your, your project in yeah. town. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Um, I think there's a lot of, lot of opportunities yeah. there that, that yeah. we can work together, hopefully. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, realize your dream of a nonprofit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, having created one here, it is a process. It is. Um, yeah, a lot, thank God. To, thanks to Lyle because he got us set up as a 501c3. Yeah, See, Lions clubs aren't. Yeah, and it takes a lot. It takes <laughs> it a does. lot. Even it after does. that, it takes a lot to get yeah. it going. 
So, but yeah, I, I see a lot of things. Hopefully, we can awesome. we can work together. On. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to do a so. fundraiser now. Let's go. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm not allowed to eat the bunnies for everybody, so right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be in trouble with that. Just yeah. <laughs> the club members would be like, "All right, keep the candy away from Rich. Let him sell it, but keep the candy away from him." <laughs> Allison, thanks again. Thank you. Um, incredible. And once again, if you would like to be uh, on the Harford County Living Podcast, either as a guest or to come on and promote an event or your business. Uh, just reach out to us. You can email podcast at harfordcountyliving.com or call 443-982-0250. And don't forget, December 9th, come out to the uh, Breakfast of Santa at Joptown High School. Log Cabin, Chalk Candy. Log Cabin's going to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Set up with all kinds of candies. Bring some shirts, too, because you got some sure. new shirts, don't you? Yeah. yeah you got some swag, shirt. right? Yeah, you get your swag. You got to have your swag on. <laughs> God. Thanks, Allison. You're welcome. The Town Lions Club will be holding their annual Breakfast of Santa and Holiday Bazaar Sunday, December 9th from 9 to 1 at Town High School. Town High School is located at 555 Joppa Farm Road, and tickets are only $10 a person, and that's for all you can eat, and children 5 and under are free. You can get your tickets online at Town. that's J-O-P-P-A-T-O-W-N-E, lionsclub.org again that's joppatown lionsclub.org get your tickets online vendors will be on hand such as log cabin chocolates miss trish's homemade natural soups uh, which i use for uh, my beer and i understand santa claus does as well uh, and of course perfectly potching some other vendors so make sure you make it down there i also understand that santa is going to be sitting down with the kids something different this year uh, santa will be sitting down with the kids and eating breakfast with them at times too uh, so make sure you get your kids there at the 9 o'clock, 10. Every hour he's going to be sitting down for about 10 or 15 minutes. You know, he's got to fatten up for Christmas after all. So, uh, again, that's the Jobbatown Lions Club Annual Breakfast of Santa and Holiday Bazaar, Sunday, December 9th from 9 to 1 at the Jobbatown High School. Again, tickets can be purchased online at jobbatownlionsclub.org.